0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Human Experience Podcast. This is your host, Eldin Hasser. And in today's episode, I'm going to discuss about fluoride being added to our water in the UK. Chris Whitty announced two days ago that it is inevitable for fluoride to be added to our drinking water, to our tap water. And I'm actually very surprised that they have been calling it the mineral the media and the government, they've been calling fluoride a mineral. And I'm going to have a number of experts in this podcast discussing and sharing the truth about fluoride and how it is actually a poison. In this episode, we're going to hear from the professor Paul he He's a professor of chemistry at St. Lawrence University in New York. He gives a Damning interview on the history of water fluoride, the collusion of major industries to put certified toxic waste into your drinking water and toothpaste, and why government health authorities refuse to conduct scientific studies into the dangers of fluoridation. So, enjoy this episode, share with your friends and family. Thank you to all of my amazing subscribers. Thank you for all your love and support. I love you all. I really appreciate you being with me for almost two years now. We have now almost 3 million downloads of my podcast. I'm going to be sharing a lot more episodes this week. I'm having some amazing guests again in the very near future. I love you all. And I will be with you in the next episode. This is Eldon Hassan
1: There have now been over 100 animal studies which shows that fluoride damages the brain. There have also been 23 IQ studies, most of them from China, but one from India, one from Iran, and one from Mexico, which show an association between moderate exposure to fluoride and lowered IQ in children. And I actually visited the villages where one of these studies was done. It was a very good study. They controlled for lead, they controlled for iodine, most of the the villages were almost the two villages were almost identical, except for the fact that their well water was different and The author of this study estimated that the i q would be lowered at one point nine parts per million, and that offers no adequate margin of safety for children drinking water at one parts per million when you consider the massive range of sensitivity to any toxic effect and the fact that once you put fluoride in the water you can't control the dose. Another concern which many of us have had for many years is fluoride's impact on the thyroid glands. Between the 30s and the 50s doctors in Argentina, France and Germany were giving patients with hyper thyroidism, overactive thyroid gland, sodium fluoride tablets to lower thyroid function. And the doses that they were using were between 2.5 and 4.5 milligrams per day, which is exceeded by many people drinking fluoridated water. For example, the Institute of Medicine actually advises people to drink three liters of water a day. So clearly then they would be in the range for lowered thyroid function. And once again, as in many of these other issues, the fluoridating countries, including the United States, are simply not doing the studies. They're not investigating to see if there's a relationship between fluoridation and lowered IQ, fluoridation and arthritis, fluoridation and hypothyroidism. Key health studies have not been done in fluoridated countries. If you don't look, you don't find. They would like to imply, because they don't see anything, there's nothing wrong but if they're not looking they won't find you often hear the promoters say things like oh we've been doing this for 60 years and if there's any problem we would know about it by now oh no you wouldn't unless you were doing the studies another issue that came out in 1997 was a researcher in England found that fluoride accumulated in the human pineal gland, and the pineal gland is a little gland between the two parts of the brain, the two hemispheres of the brain. It's not protected by the blood-brain barrier. It has a high perfusion rate of blood, and it also is a calcifying tissue like the teeth and the bones. And so this researcher hypothesized that fluoride would be attracted to this tissue, this little gland, like a magnet. And sure enough, when she investigated the average level of fluoride on these little calcium hydroxyapatite crystals was 9,000 parts per million, up to 21,000 parts per million, which means that this little gland has a higher concentration of fluoride than any other tissue in the body, including the bone. This researcher, Jennifer Luke, also did animal studies. And in the animal studies, she found that fluoride lowered the production of melatonin, the hormone that this little gland makes. And incidentally, it only makes it at night, the hormone of darkness. Uh, This pineal gland reacts to light. uh, Descartes called it the seat of the soul. Not only did it lower melatonin levels in these animals, but also shorten the time to puberty, which is absolutely consistent. A, a melatonin is thought to be, act like a biological clock, involved with timing, timing of puberty, timing of aging, timing of a jet uh, lag and um, sleeping patterns and so on. It controls all kinds of things. And what they think happens is that with the child, at birth the melatonin levels are high and with childhood they gradually lower and at a certain point, the lowered melatonin levels trigger the production of the sex hormones leading to um, puberty. Ironically, that first study that was published, which I already referred to in The Bones, also recorded that the young girls in the fluoridated community, Newburgh, were menstruating on average five months earlier than the young girls in the non-fluoridated community. Now, they didn't think that was significant at the time. Now, with Jennifer Luke's work, it has clearly um, had, takes on a new perspective. Kids now are reaching puberty seven, eight, nine. It has people very, very worried. But once again, the fluoridating countries have made absolutely no effort to reproduce Jennifer Luke's work. And it's not difficult. They could have done it easily. The Department of Health and Human Services has adopted to this, quote, sacred policy, of fluoridation is to deny 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 critique the methodologies but don't attempt to reproduce the studies if you don't look you don't find and they're using the absence of study as if it was the same as the absence of harm which is absolutely ridiculous utterly irresponsible so now they're giving every indication, particularly the center of disease control that avidly promotes fluoridation around the United States, and around the world for that matter. The impression that they give is that it's more important now to protect this practice than to protect the health of the American people and our babies and our children. It's almost as if the teeth had become the most important tissue, the most important organ in the body, instead of our brains, instead of our thyroid glands, instead of our pineal glands, instead of our kidneys.
2: I have a little box here, which you may recognize, even at a distance, it's nothing more or less than the box that the toothpaste, Colgate toothpaste comes in, and it's fluoridated. Did you know that every toothpaste, no matter just Colgate, any toothpaste that has fluoride in it has the following warning printed on the box as well as on the tube. Did you know there was a warning on those tubes? A lot of people didn't. I'm glad that this group is a little better educated. And let me just quick read you. It's in tiny, tiny prints, so I just printed it out for myself so I could read it easily. It says, warnings. Keep out of the reach of children under six years of age. Don't you want to teach your kids to brush their teeth? Keep out of the... You can't give them toothpaste. But you're told that they need the fluoride so that they get healthy teeth and no cavities. Aren't you? Well, listen to this, if more than is used for brushing is accidentally swallowed, mind you, kids don't have the capability yet of spitting out this toothpaste. If it's accident, but they flavor it like candy, they make it look like candy. If it's accidentally swallowed, get medical help or contact the Poison Control Center right away. Did you know there was poison? They mark it, they tell you so. Most people don't read this. People don't believe that there's poison in something that they put in their mouth, never mind six-year-olds, how about you? Do you think it's good for you to put poison in your mouth? Even if you spit it out, the mouth and the mucous membrane in the mouth is highly absorptive, and you get this poison. Furthermore, dentists who are knowledgeable and honest will tell you that there is no proof that fluoride does anything to prevent cavities. Hey, this isn't all. Children two to four use only a pea-sized amount and supervise the child's brushing and rinsing to minimize swallowing. They tell you, don't swallow it, don't let your kids swallow it, it's poison. And if they do, control the, they contact the poison control center. But they fluoridate your water. More than 52% of American states and cities have now fluoridated water. Why? It doesn't do a thing to help your teeth or your children's teeth. It is one of the most powerful poisons there are. It's highly toxic. It causes bones to be brittle, teeth to get blackened. And it damages your immune system, the very system that you need to keep you healthy and to help to fight uh, uh, infections and cancer.